welcome to Geek Vibes Nation to an all-new episode of Geeks Against the Grain. I am your host, Sean. Today, we are brought to you by the great people at Manscaped. Uh, with summer right around the corner, the time is now to look and feel fresh, especially below the waist. Think about all the upcoming pool parties, beach days, road trips, and backyard barbecues, and to ensure that you are ready to capitalize when the right situation pre- presents itself, visit manscaped.com. Manscaped.com takes the risk out of manscaping thanks to precision engineered tools which are optimized for male grooming and hygiene. As seen on Shark Tank, visit manscaped.com to find out why they are number one in men's below-the-waist grooming. You'll want to keep an eye out for the perfect package 2.0 kit that includes the lawnmower 2.0 and electric trimmer worthy of getting up close below the waistline, which features skin-safe technology to ensure a nick-free manscaping experience. Get 20% off free shipping and a free travel bag with the promo code GEEKVIBES20. Again, that promo code is GEEKVIBES20 at manscaped.com. We would like to once again thank Manscaped and the show. Whew, that was a lot. I'm tired of talking already. Um, without further ado, let me introduce my amazing panel. Starting off with Mike. What's going on, Mike? Just having a good time, just waiting on this show. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what's going on, Dom? What's up, man? I'm doing really good. I'm excited for the show. All right. I'm loving the energy tonight. I'm loving it. Uh, just forgot who everyone else was. I'm sorry. No, I did. Uh, AJ, what's <laughs> going on, AJ? Survivor. I had a long day today, so I'm good. I'm ready to go for this. All right, perfect. Long day. What better way to cap it off than two hours of your night dedicated to us? Uh, <laughs> we love it. Um, and, uh, pal, what's going on, pal? Oh, doing well. This was a pretty fun experiment. I've never done a fan casting before, so I'm excited to hear what everyone has to say. Yes, I am really bad at it. So I thought, what better way than to force everyone else to have to do it? So. You know, this is great for me. Um, yeah. And welcoming to the Geeks Against the Green family, Brittany. What's going on, Brittany? Well, I was going to say, I almost asked you what was up, but I'm prepared. I drank a Red Bull, ate a bagel before all this, so I'm very ready to do this. <laughs> all right. Well, I just punted like six kids, so my energy is at peak right now. Uh, but all right, let's get right. Let's get started. Um, just for everyone listening, so you guys understand the guidelines of this, we are purely giving our opinions on who we would like to see as the villains, um, what actors or actresses we'd like to see portray them. So we are fan casting Alfred, Lucius, and Catwoman. Um, if anyone else would like to add in a Robin, even though this Batman's pretty young, so I don't know how that works, um, it's your choice. It's completely your choice. Um, but we're going to have fun with this. Uh, there again, no wrong answers with fan casting because none of us do this professionally. So don't worry about any of your picks. Uh, but let's get started. I'm actually going to start with, I feel like whoever I start with, I'm putting like their feet to the fire. Um, AJ, I'm going to start with you, AJ. Oh, way to put the pressure on me. Thank you. <laughs> see? See? I, I knew it. <laughs> All right. So I I have a lot on here. So I have Jim Gordon as Brian Cranston, Catwoman as Isa Gonzalez, um, Penguin as Jim no not Jim, 
John Goodman, um, the Riddler. I'm indecisive between Bruce Langley and Andrew Scott. Um, Two-Face, I have John Hamm. Poison Ivy, I have Madeline. I forgot her name. Patiche, I, I, forgot, I forgot her name. Um, Joker, I have Alan Tudor, Bane, Javier Bardem. Um, Scarecrow, Adrian Brody, Mr. Freeze, Ed Harris, um, Hugo Strange as Tobe. Tobin Bell and Lady Shiva as Zaya Zane. Mm, listen, anytime someone puts Lady Shiva in, in something, um, I'm sold. Uh, Lady Shiva does not get enough credit um, for how amazing, not only as a martial artist, but as a character she is. Um, unfortunately, Warner Brothers as of late has been on a Nissa Al Ghul um high. Yeah. And Nissa is possibly more more one of the more boring characters in the Batman world. Um she's second fiddle to Talia, she always will be. Um and Warner Brothers has just been trying to make her work. And I guess Arrow did a good job, but come Lady Shiva, like if you're gonna steal Batman characters, like give me Lady Shiva versus Oliver. Um, instead of you giving me a season of him facing someone who has superpowers when all he can do is shoot arrows. Like, what a waste of season. But anyway. Um, but I think great. for that. Go ahead. Oh, go on. Uh, no, for no, that, no. for like Arrow, I, I think um, Nessa was an okay choice. So people won't, like, keep confusing um, Green Arrow as for, like, Batman or anyone. So they just kept, like, I was – in between, between um, Talia, actually, Talia Ghul and Lady Shiva, I didn't know which actors I should put for either, so I was like, Zaya Zing would be perfect for Lady Shiva instead of Talia Ghul. But, yeah, because I feel like Lady Shiva is a better character um, compared to Talia Ghul. I agree with that. And Zaya Zing would be, like, a perfect like literally a perfect casting for her because she has done movies like The Grandmaster, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, um, Memories of Gaisha. She actually shows her like true acting ability and even martial arts that proves that she could be she can be Lady Shiva. Yeah, listen, I'm with you. I I loved it. I loved it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. That was a really good start to this, AJ. Great start, man. I loved it. Um, next, we're going to go to someone that I unfortunately forgot to introduce, but I thought I did. Um, Tia, what's going on, Tia? <laughs> it's all right, guys. I'm fine with it. There's so many names. Um, before, I get, before I get started on my list, I did want to say really quick, AJ, love the idea of John Hamm being two-faced. That is awesome. I wrote it down because I was like, I don't want to forget this. That's really cool. But as far as my fan casting goes, so for your core three that you mentioned earlier, Juwan, for Alfred, I'm going to pick Ralph Fiennes. I don't know if I said his last name correctly or not. Um, for Catwoman, I like Amber, Amber Rose Riva. For Lucius, and Mike is going to roll his eyes right now, but I'm going to pick Idris Elba. Um, and then of I'm gonna course. Pick, <laughs> and then I'm going to pick the, uh, the few villains that I have. So for the Riddler... Uh, either Bruce Langley from American Gods or, and Danny from Mike's podcast said this um, on one of his shows, and I thought it was a really good choice. Uh, Andrew Scott would also be a really good Riddler. Uh, for Scarecrow, I'm going to pick Ben Barnes. 
for the Mad Hatter, I'm going to pick Bill Sarsgaard. And for if we ever decide, I know there's like a million Jokers out there, but if they want to do a Joker in this realm, I'm going to pick Gustav Skarsgård as the Joker. Mm, you guys are coming with fire. Um, I love that. Uh, the one that, that leaped out to me the most was definitely Amber. Um, I, I've said this to Joelle um, a few times today. Whenever I'm casting Catwoman, one thing I think castings of Catwoman sometimes have lacked is I need fiery. Um, I need someone who can kind of not only leap off the screen but feels like Catwoman. Like when you're reading the comic. Um, or you're watching the cartoon, I need someone that feels like that. And Amber, to me, is someone that I would have never thought of, but she's, to me, she's a great pick. Um, she would definitely kill it in, in that role. Um, and I would love to see how she kind of blends with, with Robert Pattinson um, in, in that whole dangerous, crime-ridden uh, Gotham City. Uh, I, I, I love that. I really do like that a lot. And I told you, Tia, you, you're getting me to come around uh, on that Riddler uh Take definitely, most definitely. I got, uh, I got AJ on it. I got AJ on board. You so, did, you, know, you did. It's, slow, it's slowly getting there, man. It's slowly getting there. <laughs> and the reason, I, I told you, the reason why I'm really falling in love with the casting, besides the fact that he's a, a really good actor, is that his age is right around Robert Pattinson. And, and I told you guys, I kind of would like my villains to be around the age of him. Um, obviously not, you know, super young, maybe 10, 15 years older than Robert Pattinson, uh, tops. Um, but yeah, a, a Riddler that's kind of more grounded in today's world with technology, with social media. Yeah, that could be a lot of fun. Um, I'm picturing it now, but I need to stop. Uh, let me go to the next person. That was a great, uh, great fan casting. See, I enjoyed it. Um, next up, I'm going to Dom. All right. So uh, for Penguin, I have Jonah Hill. For <laughs> Catwoman, I have uh, Jamie Alexander, uh, who played Lady Sif. I have, uh, as Riddler, I have Matthew Gray Gubler, who plays Spencer on uh, Criminal Minds. Um, Two-Face, I have Rick Yoon, who was in uh, Die Another Day. Um, Poison Ivy, I have Elizabeth Gillies. Um, Mr. Freeze, I have Hugo Weaving. Um, for Mad Hatter, I have Ethan Hawke. Um, for Commissioner Gordon, I have Donnie Wahlberg. For Alfred, I have Colin Firth. And just because I kind of want to see it on screen, for Man- I have Man Bat and I have uh, Peter Dinklage. Mm. Oh, and for Lucy, and for I Lucy, love that I Mr. Freeze casting. Uh, I just got busted. Yeah, same, same. Hugo Weaving is uh, awesome, Mr. Freeze. I love that. For Lucius, I, I have Cooper Jr. I, I changed my Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Hold on. Let, let Dom give his Lucius. Give your Lucius one more time, oh, Dom. Oh, uh, Cooper Gooden Jr. And I also have uh, Bane, mm. too. I have uh, Nathan Jones, who's like the giant guy who was in Troy at the beginning who got killed by uh, Brad Pitt. I like that. You, you came with it. Uh, I will agree. The Hugo Weaving one caught me off guard, but in a good way. Um, wasn't expecting... Uh, that for Mr. Freeze, <clears throat> excuse me, Hugo Weaving to me is someone that could be a man bat, could be a joker, could be a mad hatter. Um, also, I thought of Hugo Weaving for um, 
Hugo Strain. Uh, no, the name is not why I, I thought of those two together. Um, but Mr. Freeze, that definitely jumped out to me. Um, a tortured soul, someone who just wants to save his wife. Hugo even could do that in his sleep. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I love that. Wow, really good job. Tell me one more time who your Alfred was. Uh, Colin Firth. Ooh, ooh, okay. Oof, wow, all right. You guys are making me have to, like, reshuffle the deck for my fan casting. All right, hold on. Ooh, wow, brought the fire with that one. All right, okay. Guys, all right, so we got three down. You guys are are doing great with these. Uh, Next, I'm going to go to you, Mike. All right, here we go. For the Bat Family, uh, Lucius Fox, I got Jeffrey Wright. Uh, If you've ever watched uh, Westworld, you can see he's basically, besides the fact that he's a robot, you know, Bad girl, I got Rose yeah, Leslie. That's uh, Egrip from uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, Commissioner Gordon, Brian Cranston. I feel like that's a very popular choice, and I can't really argue against it. Uh, for Alfred, if you want a guy that can maybe mix it up a little bit if he has to, like he does in the comics now and now and again, uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, for Nightwing, I got Dylan O'Brien. I think he's on that Team Wolf show. I don't watch that, but I, I liked him in Maze Runner, and he just always looked like a, a Night, Nightwing to me. Yeah. As for my villains. Uh, Tia stole my thunder with Gustav Skarsgård. Ever since I watched Vikings, I'm a huge fan. I'm like he is basically being Joker in this, so it, it, right? he's perfect. He's tall and lanky, and he's crazy. Uh, for for Penguin, this is gonna sound weird because he's five foot eight, and he's he, he's not really exactly chubby. Uh, but Andy Circus, I saw a I saw a Boss Logic uh, Photoshop of him as Penguin. I can't unsee it now. So uh, I mean, obviously Danny DeVito is the perfect Penguin because he's the size and and and, and the, the stature, but I don't think they would do that again. Uh, for Cat, this one was kind of uh, tough for me because you want someone that is, is sexy but also dangerous and maybe a little crazy. And that, to me, that says Eva Green. Uh, I think she'd be really, really, really good in that role. Uh, for Riddler, I've always liked Neil Patrick Harris in that. Uh, he might probably be a little too old for the role now. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it feels like he's been around forever because I grew up like you know watching him as Doogie Hauser. So it feels like he might be a little too old for that now. But if you watch series of unfortunate events, I feel like he could be really play it really well with her. And for Poison Ivy, I have Karen Gillan because I've been in love with her since I watched Doctor Who, and that hasn't slowed down any. I'm going to say this, Mike. Um, like, if this was a contest, I'd give you 10 out of 10 purely for mentioning um, series of unfortunate events because it does not it's get so enough love. Neil Patrick Harris was freaking amazing in that show. Yeah. It, it The last season kind of ended to where I was kind of like, no, but it was a great series nonetheless. Um, Sad it had to end, but he was amazing in that, Um, and and I completely agree with you. To me, what I don't want any of you to restrict yourselves to is age, Um, as long as your Alfred isn't like 20. But, like, age to me does not matter. Neil Patrick Harris would be an amazing uh, Riddler, and he's shown you through his acting. He's not just a funny guy. Like, he can be very serious when he needs to be. Um, and I think that's one thing that kind of escapes the name of, of Neil Patrick Harris is how serious he can be um, and how seriously he can take his acting. So um, that great pick. And Eva Green, literally, she, to me, um, is the same way you feel about um, Elba. Uh, but I mean this in a good way, not, not, in, the, not in the knock to Eva Green. She literally. You know, I take it back. Can we just cast Idris Elbow for all ten roles? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yeah. I, I originally, 
when I was casting, I was like, all right, I'm going to cast Ben Affleck for everything. I'm going to cast Eva oh Elba for God. everything. Um, but no, seriously, Eva Green is an amazing uh, Catwoman. Um, she could play the dangerous. She could play the, the sexy. She could play the mysterious. Um, and I, I would love to see what she's able to do with Robert Pattinson. Um, you know, uh, that's that's great. And Andy Give Serkis. Give me Ava Green in a, in a skin-tight cat suit all day. I'm there. You take my money. 100%. 100%. That Even right Tia's there is box office. <laughs> <laughs> right there is box office. Um, but the Andy Serkis pick, I like it um, because we have to remember, I don't necessarily need Penguin to be fat. Um, I just need someone who can portray Penguin well enough um, that it's believable. Um, and you could make them plump. Uh, I think the biggest thing with Penguin, that the biggest problem you're going to run into casting Penguin is that um, the, the height, the height. Uh, like all the great actors we think of to match Penguin are too tall for the role. But that's why I say I don't think that matters. Like if they told me John Goodman was Penguin, we know there's no way in hell he's the same height as Penguin, but he's such he's so good of an actor. It doesn't matter. Like I, I don't need him to be short. Like you it plump like John Josh Goodman Gads up a little bit. Always. Josh Gad's kind of just like been associated yeah. with that role for so long. I want to do something different. Yeah, to me, the only issue I have with Josh Gad is I like again. I do think Josh Gad is a good actor, but to me, it's like this is the same way I felt about when Zach um, casted Commissioner Gordon. It's like. All right, you have so many right choices. Like, going way left is unnecessary. And as much as I love J.K. Simmons, that was way left. Um, and, like, you see him, and you're kind of like, that doesn't even really look like Gordon. He's just such a good actor. He could pull it off. But it's like, when you have Brian Cranston, like, just sitting there, and you skip him for Lex, you skip him for Commissioner Gordon, it's like, what is your casting department doing? So to me, with right. With with that, it's like don't try to go way left to be different. Like get someone that works that fits all the criteria. And Josh Gad to me is on like maybe my list of ten, but like at number ten. Um. So, but who knows? Who knows? If it's up to Josh Gad, he's already penguin. So, but who knows? Um. Great job, Mike. I love that you brought the fire with that. Um. Wow. Oof. Getting hot in here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. Um. Let me see. I get all right. I got two left, right? Yep, two left. All right, uh, pal, what you got? Okay, well, you know, since you guys were already talking about the penguin, I actually did have Josh Gad as my penguin, um, just because it is so hard to think of anyone else to cover that role besides Danny DeVito, because he is the penguin. I mean, he he made that role. So, um, and for right now, that would have been my pick. Um, I, you guys made some really good points, though. Um, I would consider someone else just because, you know, if it, it like you said, uh, Jawan, if it was up to him, he would, Josh Guy would be the penguin. But I like to give someone else another chance to portray that role. Um, I just can't think of some, anyone else, you know, besides Danny DeVito. I actually did have him at my list at one point. I'm like, I don't care how old he is. I, I want him back on, on the movie like that. Um, well, and then, just to like go with the um, the main guys that you that we all mentioned, Commissioner Gordon. I've also had Brian uh, Cranston on my list. Alfred, I had Christopher Plummer. Uh, Lucius Fox. And it sounds like a basic answer, but um, I put Denzel Washington actually for for that role. Um, Catwoman. I had Charlize Theron. Uh, she was just in Long Shot with Seth Rogen recently. 
Um, toothpaste. Be still my I heart. Had, yeah. I for like I thought she was drop dead gorgeous in that movie, and I think she would make a great Catwoman. That's um, a lady crush. Yeah. <laughs> um, Toothpaste. I had Army Hammer. Um, Tia, you mentioned that you had. Uh, oh gosh, what did you say you had for Toothpaste? Was it um, Josh Ham? Is that right? Oh, I was just saying that, that John was, that was mentioned me. John Ham, and that John I Hamm. thought was a Sorry. brilliant yeah. casting. Uh, so he was like one of my top picks, but for some reason, Army Hammer was just really calling to me. If you don't know him, he was he's probably well known for um, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, he was in that movie. Uh, the Riddler, I had uh, James McAvoy. Um, I thought he would be great for that. Um, Poison Ivy, uh, I don't really feel confident about this pick, but I actually had Emma Stone in that role because I feel like she's young enough to still uh, – be able to portray that kind of personality that Poison Ivy has, and she's such a great actress. Anyone, if anyone can, she would be able to pull it off. And then for the Joker, I had um, two picks. Uh, one of my picks was um, Sam Rockwell. I really, really love that actor, and I would love to see him do something different than what he has been doing recently in movies. Uh, I feel like he um, is also a great actor and can potentially pull off that kind of role. And then even though we saw him in the Marvel world, I think Willem Dafoe would also make a great Joker. Uh, we saw him in uh, as the Green Goblin, and um, I remember watching him uh, that movie as a kid, I, how freaked out I was by Willem Dafoe. And I feel like, you know, today, even though he is on the older side now, I feel like he would still be able to really, uh, you know, pack in a punch with, with his, uh, with that kind of role. So that is what I had for my Batman casting. What, what was your casting for James McAvoy again? I missed that one. The Riddler. The Riddler. Sign me mm. Up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was for, for me, it was either the Riddler or Two-Face, but, I actually read a lot of articles also saying that James McAvoy would he, – he would love to be considered for the role of the Riddler. And after seeing him in Split, I feel like, again, this is just one of the roles where I, when I think of the Riddler, I think of Jim Carrey. And no one else can be the Riddler besides Jim Carrey. But, you know, we're in 2019. We have to figure out who else can be the Riddler besides him. And for some reason, he just really calls my attention. I think he definitely has that uh, crazy – personality that could pull off that role without being, you know, Jim Carrey was kind of over the top, but it, it's just because it was Jim Carrey. Uh, I think he would be able to put in his own uh, personal touch to that kind of villain. I like this a lot. Uh, I, I, I really do. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. James McAvoy to me is one of those actors um, that there's just, there's nothing he can't do. I think the one thing James McAvoy should try to do very soon um, is a comedy because uh, I feel like mm-hmm. that's the one area he hasn't really mastered. Um, he's done the action with, uh, you could say, with Wanted, with um, uh, the X-Men world. He's done serious, um, and it's just like, do comedy. Like, do comedy. Just like I thought <laughs> it was great. I thought it was great for Robert Downey Jr. to do Due Date um, because, uh, you know, you, you kind of know Robert Downey Jr. for a lot of pieces that aren't necessarily a pure comedy film. Um, mm-hmm. And seeing him in due date was just like a fresh, you know, a breath of fresh air. Sorry. By the way. Oh yes, yes, yes. No, you're you're right. You're right, Mike. Um, That's the funniest damn yeah. movie. Jeez. <laughs> that that is hilarious. That is hilarious. 
Um, but yeah, I, I really, really, really like this casting, especially Emma Stone. Um, I don't think she gets enough love. Uh, I think I, I think what would be great for, her, but I don't think she's gonna necessarily take it. Even though I heard that she was, Cruella Deville uh, would be great for Emma. Um, kind of put her on a bigger stage so more people that haven't seen uh, a lot of her films, especially the one that I think she got either nominated for or won an Oscar for. Um, but, yeah, I, I think she could definitely yeah. get Poison Ivy. I mean, the thing God, is, she has been – no, um, regarding Emma Stone, she's been in uh, a lot of the smaller – not not indie films, but, like, basically they're, they're films that aren't blockbusters. You know, she was in La La Land. Last year, the movie that you were just talking about, it was the favorite, and she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Um, she didn't win it, but uh, she was marvelous in that movie. But it's just, it's just because it's Emma Stone. And I feel like this is just the kind of role that she could have a lot of fun with, you know, um, she's been cast in more like you know drama movies, period films, and I think it'd be it'd be fun to see her in something like this. Like you know, you were saying Corella Deville. I believe she is casted for that movie, um, and they haven't started production yet. But I think we're gonna see her in that movie, so it's gonna be fun to see her uh, in in a more playful role where she can have a lot of fun with. You know, you know, it's, these are characters that we've seen either in other movies or comic books, whatever. And uh, she's just such a great actress, and I love the kind of spin she puts in any characters that she's that she's portraying. I will say, out out of your casting, the one that definitely stood out to me the most was the woman that I still to this day think should have been um, Captain Marvel, Char- uh, Charlize Theron. Um, yeah, yeah. She's Agreed. freaking amazing. She's freaking mm-hmm. amazing. There's nothing that woman can't do. Um, and it really upset me. Too. Yeah, yeah, it really upset me when she said that they offered her the role of Wonder Woman's mother. I was like, whoa, whoa, what? You didn't offer her <laughs> Wonder Woman? You offered her her mother? Do you not know who this woman is? Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I love that. And the, the thing I love the most of it is I never really, like, sat down and, like, really think about it. But now that she said Charlize Theron – I like the idea of Catwoman being older than Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne um, and that being one of the things that attracts him to Catwoman um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, her having the experience, her knowing Gotham just as well, if not better than Bruce. Um, that'd be such a great angle to play between the two of them. Um, and you could even have the, the thing to where um, he's always out with uh, with Selena, and you have Alfred that's telling him, like, she's no good for you. She's going to get you in trouble. Um, and, you know, just her taking advantage of Bruce. Um, and then, you know, the kicker of once she finally finds out he's Batman, he finds out she's Catwoman, um, just seeing that dynamic. That could be a lot of fun. Um, so thank you yeah, for what, that because that's now in, said, in my head. Joanne, what you said about um... – Catwoman and Batman, it just reminded me a lot like um, Spider-Man and Black Cat. I think right. that, was, that, that would be a good thing they should put in the movies. Right, and I think the one thing they've never really focused on, like a, a large portion of the movie, I guess uh, the, the Michael Keaton one did, but focus on that love angle. A focus on that being maybe she knows what's happening in uh, underground, like something's coming, um, but you know, she's kind of trying to take advantage of Bruce, whatever. But I, I like the idea of an older cat woman, younger Bruce Wayne. Good job, pal. Um, yeah. I mean, right, out of everybody, she was like the most excited. <laughs> I was, I cast it. She's like, I think she is going to nail this role. <laughs> <laughs> all 
I I love I love her work so much. Um, I yes. thought, man, I really really would have loved for her to be a part of um, John Wick. But anyway, I, sorry, I'll go down. Yeah. yeah. Um, but all right. Um, Did you see Atomic Blonde? That's basically John Wick, the the lady version. It, it, she's awesome. Right? Can I be honest with you? If it wasn't for the fact of the time difference, the seeming time difference between Atomic Blonde and John Wick, I had been saying for the longest, cross those two movies over. Have sure. her be the, the assassin that someone hires to kill John. Oh, my God, that would be so cool. Um, oh, yes. my God. Yeah. Take my money know, twice. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to go down a rabbit hole with this. I have so many ideas for John Wick movies. Let's, let's, let's put that off to a different show. Um, but Brittany, I'm sorry. Um, your fan cast for the Batman. I was going to say, I love everybody's casting. I was just like, oh, no, some of my repeats, so you might hear some of these twice, but I am excited. Let me see right here. My first one, I'm going to start with a villain real quick, just got out of everyone. I'd love to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan play Deathstroke, just because he's got that white, gray <laughs> beard. And I knew Tia would be like, Brittany. That's a that He can, like, show that very serious. Like, even as Negan, when he'd had those dark moments, I was like, he can play a serious, like, very... I don't know. I feel like he'd be perfect for it. Then for Gordon, that was one that rep- was Brian, Cran- Brian Cranston. Because mm-hmm. when I look at him, I instantly think of Gordon with his hair, especially when he has the mustache. I'm like, okay, he would be perfect. And he's kind of like in that range where he's not too old, but not too young for it. He might be close to being too old for it, but I still don't want that to be a factor with it. But, um, uh, Riddler, James McAvoy. I loved what she said that because I feel like he can show that he can play those very exaggerated characters, play very like, he can play the fun character, he can play the silly character, he can be playful, but he can also be serious. And mm-hmm. we saw that a lot in Split, where it's just like, okay, look, this is how well he can act. He can play all these different characters all at the same time. So I think he could bring that very well to it. And for the Joker, Tia knows this one. Ever since we watched American Gods, Crispin Glover, with his, like, creepy grin constantly, I don't think he'd play a more excitable Joker, but very dark, sinister, got the grin going on. And so you, can have him for, you can have him for a Batman Beyond movie, either him or Willem Dafoe as an older Joker. I'm sorry, Brittany, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I know that was against the rules. My bad. But as for Catwoman, I kind of thought about it and I was thinking, I was like, I like, uh, I think you pronounce her last name Prepon, like Laura Prepon from Orange is the New Black. Because she's got that dark look, she's very sultry, but I was like, and we've seen in Orange is the New Black how dark she can be, but also be very seductive. I don't know if she would be too old for him, but like you said, there could hit that age range where it is her like more mature with them. I don't know why I just instantly thought of her, but uh, as for Alfred, I'd love Sam Neill because he's like older, he's graying, but like if you've seen him in Peaky Blinders as Campbell, I was like, okay, that'd be perfect because he's got a, that older look, but he's got the whole like gray mustache, but he's also very, can be very proper because he's British. And as for Lucius, I picked uh, Lawrence Fishburne, I think is how you say his name, just because it's like, I love him in Matrix, I love him in Hannibal, he, he's so educated, he's so like, 
I feel like he'd be such a smart character for that role. I, I love it. I love it. I will say my favorite of, of, of your fan cast is two. Um, Deathstroke, um, because I just desperately want Deathstroke, and you can't really get any better than Jeffrey Dean uh, Morgan. And the one that leaped out to me the most of, of your fan casting, 100% was Joker. Um, the main reason why is I fan casted him years ago. From If we're talking about the same guy, let me preface this. If we're talking about the same guy. I fancasted him years ago because of his insane persona in Charlie's Angels, um, where he'd, like, pull your hair out and, and smell it and then just, like, start freaking out. Um, I thought he was perfect. And the Joker I envisioned for him, uh, I know I'm digging deep into the comics here, but the Joker that cut his face off and then would expand it over, like, over his mm-hmm. face, like, that's how creepy he rings to me. Um, yes. It, it, it's a Joker we've never seen in movie form before. And that's one thing I do want. The more we use Joker in movies, expand. Don't give us the anarchist. Don't give us the, the original Joker. Expand. Give us, like, that's why I love Jared Leto's Joker. It was, it was expand. There is a version of Jared Leto's Joker with the huge dragon yeah. tattoo on his back. Um, <laughs> I, I got like, uh, but I, I do like the idea of expand. Expanding for Joker, and I think he could be a Joker that would separate himself so much from all the other Jokers that we'd appreciate it. I just knew, I knew it was like watching American Gods. I think when T.S. first brought up Bruce Langley for the Riddler, I was like, man, I was like, every time Mr. World, who he plays, he's like, is grinning. I'm like, I'm like getting serious Joker vibes, like creepy, creepy Joker <laughs> it would be- vibes. Such an amazing Joker. Hollywood, do it. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I would love that Joker. Um, great, great, great casting. Um, you all did an amazing job. I'm going to just stick with the fan casting I originally had. I'm not going to change anything, even though I desperately want to um, because of everyone's ideas that I got. Um, but I wanted to preface my fan cast by saying um, the story behind my fan cast is important because it brings out uh, the fan cast. The story behind my fan cast is you have Rachel Gould um, dying. Uh, the, um, you know, I can't think of the, the Lazarus pit um, is no longer working on him. Um, you know, he, he's taken it for the last time. It's taken its toll on his body. Um, so he's telling his daughter how he needs someone to replace him. Um, and he's heard a myth of this bat in Gotham that he wants to recruit to replace him. So he tells, he tells Talia how he wants to put this man through uh, the ringer, see if he can come out, out of it um, whole, uh, to really show whether or not he deserves to be the new Ra's al Ghul. So what he does is he finds a way to have a jail breakout for Arkham, letting out Two-Face, letting out Penguin, letting out Riddler, and Clayface, um, for them to wreak havoc on the city to see if this this myth um, is everything that he thinks he is. So in in that grain, um, Talia goes to Gotham, um, seemingly falls in love with Bruce Wayne, not knowing who Bruce Wayne truly is. Um, so Bruce takes takes out all these villains, puts them back in in Arkham and then makes his way for Rachel Ghoul, only to when he arrives there as Batman, um, he's taken out, they unmask him for Talia and Rachel Ghoul. See that 
Batman, the myth, is none other than Bruce Wayne. Uh, huge twist towards the end of the movie. Um, but my castings for everyone is I have James McAvoy's Two-Face. Everything, Kyle, you said uh, about James McAvoy for your wrist, every reason why I want him to be my Two-Face, a guy that could play two different people at once, um, is something I don't think we get enough of for Two-Face. Like, uh, in the mm. comics, Two-Face would often go between Harvey Dent and Two-Face. I think mm-hmm. James McAvoy could easily pull that off in his sleep after everything he's done in, in Split. Um, for, sure Penguin, I have, for Penguin, I have James Spader. If anyone's watched The Blacklist, he is literally um, what you would assume the Penguin to be. Uh, and he's even a little chubby, too. Like, he's not fat, but, like, you know, he's not far off from possibly being an accurate penguin. Um, but, no, seriously, he does play a um, a crime lord very well. Um, for the Riddler, as David Tennant, um, I think he could just – I need – to me, I want a Riddler that that is driven by being serious, but his humor comes through his riddles. Um, and I think David could easily pull that off. I also have for Clayface, Bruce Campbell, um, because Bruce Campbell is freaking awesome, and why not? Um, and for um, Rachel Ghoul, I have the great Benicio Del Toro. For Talia Al Ghoul, I have Aisa uh, Gonzalez. And for Alfred, I have Liam Cunningham, because if anyone watches Game of Thrones, um, Liam uh, Davros and uh, Jon Snow, their relationship is very much a Alfred-Bruce Wayne. Um, for my Lucius, I have Blair Underwood. For Lucius, I wanted someone that kind of isn't that well-known um, but could stand out in his role. Blair Underwood is a very good actor. Um, Jim Gordon, I have, bear with me here, everyone, Piers Brosnan. Um, someone who, uh, his background in James Bond was the main reason why I casted him. I wanted my Alfred to be someone who uh, is more than just someone that serves tea to Bruce Wayne. Someone that, if he needed to defend himself, has the background to do so. Um, and I believe they were going for that with Jeremy Iron, uh, Alfred, someone who could, you know, defend himself if he needed to. Um, but was definitely more than just someone who gave Bruce Wayne tea every day. Um, and last but not least, my Selena Kyle is the lovely, the beautiful, the talented Lily Collins. Lily Collins, around the same age as Robert Pattinson, um, I think she could completely embody what it meant to be Catwoman. Um, and as, as soon as I was looking through different people for Catwoman, because I think Catwoman casting for me has the long list of names, uh, because there's just so many. Um, but I, I fell in love with that casting with Lily Collins, just seeing her work, um, and just she just kind of leaped out to me, um, and, and that's where I, I settled with. Um, did we lose Mike? I think we lost Mike. Okay. I think Mike will be calling back in. But, all right, so now we've all heard everyone's fan casting, and technically we all kind of did point out what we've liked as people were, were giving them. Um, shame on all of you not listening to my rules. Um, but no, I'm going to go back around, and I want everyone to, now that they've heard everyone, uh, point out something. And again, don't point out a casting of someone that's the same as yours. Um, and also, don't be afraid to ask someone to re-say theirs if you forgot a certain character. 
Um, but Tia, I'm actually going to start with you. Um, who's casting of the full list of casting or just a character that they cast that stood out to you the most? Oh, Lord. I haven't been keeping track. This is terrible. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, I'm going to, as I said before, I absolutely love AJ's choice of John Hamm as Two-Face. I really like Joanne, your pick of David Tennant as the Riddler. As much as I would love Bruce Langley to be the Riddler, and I'm still going to champion it, like, every week on Twitter, um, David Tennant is just an insanely talented actor. If anyone is a huge fan of his, his show Good Omens is coming out at the end of this month on Amazon Prime. It's freaking amazing. So that definitely 100%. Um, Dom, can you repeat some of your uh, picks? Because I want to go through them as well. Uh, I had Jonah Hill as Penguin, Jimmy Alexander as Catwoman, Matthew Gray Gubler for Riddler, Rick Yoon for Two-Face, Elizabeth Gillies for Poison Ivy, Hugo Weaving for Mr. Freeze, Ethan Hawke for Mad Hatter, Peter Dinklage for Man Bat, Donnie Wahlberg for Commissioner Gordon, uh, Colin Firth for Alfred, and Cuba Ben Jr. for Lucius. Okay, the Matthew Gray Gubbler definitely stuck out to me. There was that one point, like, years ago after The Dark Knight when Heath Ledger unfortunately passed away that I thought that he might even be a good transition for the Joker as well if you wanted one that was similar to Heath Ledger's. I thought that they had the look. Um, And he's done really amazing work on Criminal Minds throughout the year, so... Now that I believe that is ending, I don't know what else he's going to do. I don't think there's really anything on the table for him right now. So that would certainly be a good role to kind of transition him from the criminal mind phase into elsewhere. So that I really like. Um, Freaking also the Jamie Alexander as uh, as Catwoman. Oh my God, she is so amazing. That would be so cool. I think that we all had really awesome fits for Catwoman. Um, and obviously, I even texted Brittany this behind the scenes. Kristen Glover as the Joker would be oof, so freaking cool. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, and, as, <laughs> and as Paula said, and I think others, um, Brian Cranston would do just so well um, in the role as, uh, as Jim Gordon. I think that would be so cool. I mean, we... The fact that neither Marvel or DC has even picked up the phone to bring uh, Brian Cranston in is just criminal. And mm-hmm. while we're also on the like topic really quick, Joan, of uh, Brian Cranston also, as I say, Lex Luthor, even though that's a Superman villain, you guys know I always think that Corey Stoll would be a perfect Lex Luthor. So I have to throw that in really quick. Oh, and I will say, Marvel, if they're smart, um, the perfect Brian Cranston casting would be Mr. Sinister, um, who mm. he would love to play. Um, so if you're smart, Marvel, um, that is who you wait to cast him for. Um, but who knows? DC could, could sweep him up, because what I'm seeing is now that Game of Thrones is over, I'm seeing Marvel and DC start to to decide, like, all right, hold on now. Who are you about to take? Because I want to take somebody. Um, so I feel like Game of Thrones actors and actresses are like in a bidding war between the two. Um, but, yeah, trust me, 
they know how great Brian Cranston is. It won't be long before he's in something. My issue is just don't let it be for something that's a waste of this man's talents. Like, I did hear a rumor once that his name was in the hat for J. Jonah Jameson. Don't waste him for that. Um, but all right. Oh, and also, Juwan, really quick. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I love the idea of the guy who played Davos in Game of Thrones as Alfred. Um, just because, yeah, as Liam you Cunningham. said, his relationship with Jon Snow was very much like younger, you know, guy who's in the midst of the fighting with the older guy who is giving him advice and yada yada. I, I would love that. That would be so great, especially with a Robert Pattinson Bruce Wayne. It would be really awesome. Yeah, and like I said, to me, I need this next Alfred to be someone. Um, that's why when Joel was joking around about Jason Statham, um, if anyone had ever watched the cartoon Beware of Batman, um, that is Jason Statham. <laughs> Not only does it look like Jason Statham, um, but it'd be exactly what his Alfred would be. Um, and I love the idea of you hobbling him um, and him, him still being able to, like, legit kick your ass with, with one leg. Um, and that's what Jason Statham would, would be able to do. Um, but, yeah, Daniel Craig was um, – it, it's funny that people like the Liam Cunningham uh, casting for Alfred um, from me because I was so close to going Daniel Craig. Um, but, obviously, it wouldn't work because right now he's filming, like, James Bond, um, and they've had to postpone that because he's injured. So it's like there's no way he would have been done in enough time to do it. But I would have loved a Daniel Craig Alfred um, for my Robert Pattinson Batman. But Liam Cunningham – I, I feel very comfortable with that pick. I think he can do great things with that role. Um, but, all right, Mike, I'm going to go to you. Sorry, man. I, I had you on, on, on mute. I don't know why. Um, well, I guess yeah. I talk too much. No, oh, and no, Mike, no, no, no. no. <laughs> and, and Mike's choice for um, Lucius, Jeffrey Wright. Ooh, Westworld. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I will um, say. Danny on our podcast is a huge Jeffrey Wright fan. He he pretty much, the, the internet with, with Idris Elba, that's him with Jeffrey Wright. And the internet with Idris Elba I, is me with James McAvoy. So, yeah. I will say, Mike, the only reason I wouldn't want that casting to happen is because we need Jeffrey Wright. You know what, you know what role we need him for, right? I, I, I'm scared to know. I'm scared to know the answer to this question. Dr. Otto Octavius. We need him okay. to be the leader of the Sinister Six in this Spider-Man MCU um, world. And that's the one role for him I've been holding out for forever. And until they cast him, um, well, cast Doc, Doc Ock, I'm still holding out hope that he can get that role. Um, Mad Science Oscar with Isaac. the tentacles. Say it again. Oscar Isaac. For Doc for Ock? Yeah. Really? Huh. All right. That's I'm a whole different show, though. Uh, the, whoever yeah, picked right. uh, James McAvoy for the rhythm, <laughs> that's the one I really want to point out here because, uh, yeah, if you watch Split, you know this dude can do anything. So I think he'd be great in anything. Like, like you, I, he could play Catwoman, for God's sakes. The guy is amazing. If you look at what he did in Split, how he got no Academy recognition for playing, like, 12 different parts and it being, like, completely believable, and it wasn't just it's like, yeah, climb. that sounds exactly like the last it's voice you were doing. No, that dude was like Robin Williams level of doing different voices and making it seem like it was different characters. So, yeah, he could play anything, I think. Yeah, I think so that's why every time there's a fan um, casting, I'm going to say James McAvoy. No, he's listen, my interest over guy. 
I completely agree with you. I think the biggest reason he got snubbed is that um, Split wasn't your typical Oscar film, and we know how biased the uh, the Oscar board is when it comes to just good movies. Like, good movies shouldn't matter if they're a drama or an action or a superhero movie. Good acting is good acting. Housing Plus, Jackman I think people didn't, didn't take – they were still – people still weren't taking M. Night Shyamalan seriously again at that point, so. Which, to be fair – I literally had to wait for that movie to end to believe any of what I just saw to give him credit <laughs> for that movie. Um, well, did you so see I'm glass? On that train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm on that train, um, but he did an amazing job helping James McAvoy bring out the best of, of himself. Um, and when you said he could play Catwoman, I'm like, like everyone's laughing. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like he could play Catwoman. Like he played a, one of his, um, <laughs> personalities was a woman and he did yeah. a pretty good job in it <laughs> like walking in heels and everything it was like maybe you also can play the, um, the hugo weaving is mr freeze uh, i mean for years for me it was patrick stewart the guy i don't know how he's gonna do a new star trek show because the guy is, he's he's old guys so i mean i always thought for sure like during batman the animated series when everybody first really hopped on the mr freeze bandwagon i mean i couldn't unsee patrick stewart as that but uh no the Hugo Weaving, I like that a lot. And maybe it's my Lord of the Rings bias. I just love Hugo Weaving. No, Hugo Weaving is freaking amazing. I, I didn't cast Mr. Freeze um, for my fan casting. I desperately wanted to, and my my pick for Mr. Freeze was Denzel. Um, I, I, I wanted to see Denzel in a role to where he was vulnerable, um, to where he wasn't necessarily a villain in the sense of just being a villain like everyone else was. Um, his intentions were good. Um, and I wanted to see Denzel play a torn character who um, doesn't necessarily want to kill, but will if he has to, um, and to see how torn he would be. Um, and we know in the comics there's plenty of times where Batman uses his love for Nora against them. Um, and just to see him torn with that uh, is great. I also wanted Brian Cranston for um, Hugo Strange. Um, so like a lot of these guys, you guys cast and I'm like, if I expanded my fan cast more, I would have liked to have seen actors play weird roles that you wouldn't have really thought of them to play. Um, but if they're great actors, like we know them to be, they can spread their wings in it and excel in it. Um, and I think Denzel could, you know, you know, kind of bring Mr. Freeze to a level to where people are like, I kind of want to see Mr. Freeze for everything. Like Denzel did that for me. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm with you, Mike. Hugo Weaving, the guy's freaking amazing. Um, I originally had him cast as my, my uh, Norman Osborn. Uh, I thought he'd be a That's perfect good Norman Osborn. Um, still holding out hope for that, but I think he's 100% done with doing superhero movies, um, let alone franchises. Um, so, yeah. Uh, was there anything else that stood out to you, Mike? No, that's, that's, that's a big two that I, I could think of, that I could remember. Right. I wasn't taking notes. I, I apologize. No, it's okay. I definitely didn't take notes either. I'm literally only thinking about fan casts. I don't forget the ones that stood out to me. Um, I just know, you, I just know your picks are bad, so cool. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's love. Uh, Mike <laughs> loves my choice for the Riddler. Just saying. He no. loves my choice. <laughs> no. And you guys all, this is like the whole thing with Barry Allen. People fall in love with like TV versions of them and they think that, oh, they can be big screen actors. And like, guys, these TV actors, not all of them are made for the big screen. So, no. But hey, dream dream big, honey. Dream big. I will say, listen, that's not necessarily true. When I watched Grant Gustin, who I only knew him from whatever that singing show was, 
Um, I'm like, this guy, no, this guy, he's going to be Barry Allen, and he's blown me away every second of being Barry Allen. And I easily think he could fit into the DCEU. Um, and besides, they could make his costume look way better than what that CW budget can do for them. Um, but that's besides the point. Besides the point. Let's let's move on to the next person. Um, Tom, uh, whose fan casting uh, stood out to you the most? Well, what is I your have... Oh, what'd you say? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought you said Pal. Go ahead, Dom. I, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I think I'm so. sorry. <laughs> Um, but I kind of have a few from everybody. So I was, uh, I was with, uh, AJ on the John Hamm as Two-Face and then also as the John Goodman for Penguin until Juwan said James Spader because I love James Spader. He's always kind of, his voice is great. He's always kind of weirdly creepy and somewhat kind of weirdly seductive and I don't know how he does it. Um, and then also the Amber Rose Rivas Catwoman. I like the. I'm very much for the aesthetics of the, her eyes and lips and chin would be very good uh, for Catwoman. Uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris is Riddler. Anything Neil Patrick Harris does is I'm going to watch it. Um, James McAvoy. That was hard for me with uh, Palpatine for Riddler. Is uh, it's kind of. Either one, I mean, James Michael, like y'all said, he can do anything. So whatever role you want to put him in, I'm cool with it. Um, also, Bruce Campbell is Clayface. I'm a big Bruce Campbell fan because I'm a big uh, Evil Dead, Army of Darkness uh, fan. Um, uh, Crispin Glover's Joker is really great. And so is uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as uh, Deathstroke because I'm a big um, Walking Dead fan. So... I feel like that is a, the aesthetic is good, and he's always got the, the, the great dialogue. Um, did I have anybody else? Oh, Cranston, that's a good pick, too. He, can, he has his commission to Gordon. Um, uh, yeah, he's, a, he's definitely a uh, Hollywood hidden gem, and I don't know why he's not utilized uh, more. Um, and also... I was torn between, like, the Amber Rose Riva and the Charlie Stan because there's two different ways you can go with the, the older, you know, seductive, almost cougar-esque Catwoman, or, you know, you go with the kind of younger version. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of torn there, but I think I would lean more towards the Amber Rose. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, that, that Amber Rose pick is, is one that, that definitely stands out because it's one I never really thought of. Um, but, yeah, she could easily do that role um, and, and make it great. And then it's like Charlize Theron, like, I love her so much. I want her in everything. Um, <laughs> again, again, no shots to you, Brie Larson, but, like, you shouldn't have that role. It should be Charlize. But anyway. Um, Preach. <laughs> Sorry, Charlize Theron would have been way better Captain Marvel, but whatever. Um, pal, sorry, I confused you and Dom, um, but sorry. Now you, <laughs> what fan cast stood out to you? Well, in the, earlier in the beginning of our conversation, someone mentioned John Goodman as the Penguin. I that was that that threw me off for a loop but I can see it. It's just that for some reason when I think of John Goodman, I do think that he would 
be a better casting for another villain role like Dr. Octopus. Um, but the thing is, the Penguin is such a specific role. It's just really hard to find someone that can be, that can, you know, that can do what Angel Vita did, you know, many years ago. But um, John Goodman would definitely be an interesting casting for it. And um, he's definitely capable. I, I do believe that. Um, I also remember someone mentioning uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. as Lucius, and I think that's also a, a good pick. I don't know why I he didn't even come across my mind when I was thinking of who would be a good person for Lucius, and I just went with a safe bet and, <laughs> and picked Denzel Washington. But I think Cuba Gooding Jr. would definitely be good for that role too. And, it, you know, we haven't really seen him in a lot of movies recently, so that would be uh, a good way to just kind of come out of whatever hiatus he might be in. Um, and also he's kind of getting to that point where he's getting older enough where like he would look more of that. Cause like when I think of Lucius, I think of someone who's de- definitely established, knows a lot, has a lot of knowledge and wisdom. And I feel like maybe he would, be, uh, he's finally ready to kind of take on that role because when I, you know, growing up, I, a lot of the movies I watched with Cuba Gooding Jr. He was you know much more younger. He looked like he was in his twenties, thirties. And now like, I feel like that he, he would be able to take on a role like, you know, a role that uh, Morgan Freeman took on. Uh, other than that, like, I was very, very impressed by everyone's uh, casting. A lot of people, uh, like, I agreed with a lot of uh, people's choices, um, and I was happy to see that uh, there were a couple of you guys that also had similar casting like me. And, um, yeah, like, I'm, I've never done this before, and it's just, like, kind of cool to see, like, well, you know, let's just kind of see, like, a few years down the line when these movies start coming out, see who's right and who's wrong. <laughs> it's, like, one of those things where I see I have this in writing. I called it. I called it today. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because I, I've been doing fan casts on the Geek Vibes Nation Facebook page for, like, four years now. Uh, and it's funny because I've never seen a cast like someone fan cast, and that and that person actually gets that specific role. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been waiting for the day for someone to be like, man, like remember like four years ago I fan casted this. Look, it actually happened. Um, and, and it's funny because I always tell people when you fan cast, like just know um, it'll probably never be in the minds of whoever cast these movies. Um, because you could never guess what their mindset is when they're casting a movie. Um, like how Jesse Eisenberg originally was supposed to be Riddler and then turned into Lex Luthor, I'll never understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that a prime example of right. But that's but that's my point. That's a prime example of no one on the planet would have ever casted or fan casted Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then thought that it would actually happen. Um, so these these fan cast, I mean these casters, uh, these casters, and then thought it would be like, good. And then thought it'd be good, right? <laughs> it's like so many different levels to it. Um, but yeah, it, it's like it's it's such a fun thing to do. Um, but it's one of those things where it's just like, I think you'd have a better chance of hitting the lottery uh, than any of our fan cast actually <laughs> happening. Um, but I mean, it sometimes goes to show you that maybe they should listen to our fan casting, um, because some of the, the people, they get to play these roles, just like, I don't think you knew what you were doing, man. I, I really don't think you knew what you were doing. Um, but like I said, it, nonetheless, it's fun. It's just a lot of fun, uh, to be mm-hmm. creative, get these thoughts out and you can see what other people think. 
Um, and that's why I wanted to do a show on it because this has been Absolutely. like a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, uh, anything else stand out to you before I uh, I, I pass it to uh, AJ? No, that that's pretty much it. I like yeah, I like everyone just had they were all on the right path. I don't think any one of us steered off on the wrong direction. And I mean, if only Hollywood would have listened to us. I think we we have something going on here. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, I I'm sorry guys. I'm Tia, Tia, you're the worst. Um, all right, AJ. Um, <laughs> AJ um <laughs> Sorry, Tia finds any chance she gets to slam me about Ben Affleck. So she was messaging <laughs> me that, and I'm, I'm looking down. And I'm like, like Ben. I'm like, oh, I see. What, I see what she's saying. You're the worst. <laughs> um, but AJ, uh, <laughs> who's fan cast stood out to you the most? Paula, I think you should have more confidence in yourself. That I feel like your casting was really good. Um, Brittany. Your cast, I loved your casting too, and so uh, same with Tia. Um, Tia, what was your um Riddler, Riddler casting? My Riddler casting uh, was yeah. either Bruce Langley or Andrew Scott. Hmm. Okay, all right. Um, I have a question for everyone. Did you want a Riddler that was more of a comedic aspect or more serious? It, I would Both. be interested in the serious one. Huh? I think both, like definitely like a cynical, like, you know, like dark humor. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a good mix where he can be playful in one aspect, but also serious in another, kind of like flip it. Like, I know I'm going back to Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but like with Negan, how he can be like, oh, yeah, he's playful, he's fun, and then hit those really like, oh, he's going to kill everyone type aspect. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I will um, say. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go on. No, go I was, I was going to say, I will say Jim Carrey gave us the comedy version of it, and um, Nigma from Gotham gave us a more serious version. Uh, and I think by seeing both of those performances, I definitely want something that's a merge of both. Um, because I remember not liking my Riddler being that funny, and I remember at the end of Gotham, me not liking how serious he was all the time. Um, so a healthy blend of both. Is good for me see, for it. See, for me, the one on, the one in Gotham, he played a different kind of seriousness that I wanted him to play, like um, the comic book, um, The War of Joseph and Riddles. It, I think that portrayed the Riddlers out of like any comic book he's ever been, and I feel like if they portrayed him as that type of character, and and in a movie, I feel like it's going to be perfect for a younger Batman because in the War of Jokes and Riddle Riddles, um Batman is he's he's still considered a newbie's um starting off fresh as Batman and this it actually made Batman a character that actually decided to kill a character which I feel like Matt Reeves would like dive in perfectly with um Robert Pattinson. Especially since Robert Pattinson can play that depressed and overthinking type of a Batman. So, for me, I think um, Bruce Langley actually would be like that perfect type of seriousness. Unlike the, I forgot his name from Gotham. 
What's his name again? I can't remember his name either. I can't remember his yeah. name. <laughs> that's that's uh, yeah. That's why he's so forgettable. Um, who else? Dom, what was your um Catwoman's choice? Uh, my Catwoman was Jamie Alexander. Do you know if she's um flexible or not? Like she, well, action wise, action wise. I I, think, I I watched Blind Spot and she seems to be very much action oriented. Okay, because um, when it comes to like action sequences for like American movies, that like some of them, I, uh, when they like cut between like the actors and then the um fight choreographers, they have to cut each time. And sometimes, all the times, I do not like like cutting in my fighting movies. So if she can like do her own action scenes and it's like less cutting, I would like right. her. I would like her as Catwoman, but um, what's her name? Emma Rose. Um, Emma Rose as Catwoman. I feel like she'll play like the serious type of Catwoman and the sexiness as well, and I like that type of Catwoman. But I don't think she has like the flexibility. I might be I might be completely wrong, but when I see her in Punisher, I don't see like the flexibility that Catwoman should have. So that's the one I would like disagree with a little bit, but acting wise, she would be perfect for it. Um, um, Juwan, who was your um? Scare- Did you have Scarecrow? No, I didn't have Scarecrow. Anybody have Scarecrow? I had Scarecrow. I put uh, Ben Barnes as Scarecrow. Yes. Okay. Um, there's actually a comic book, um, a comic book in Rebirth, which portrays um, Scarecrow and like one of the most horrific characters of like of Batman's world's gallery, um, gallery, including the Joker. And then this, um, this um, cycle of vi- um, violence. If anybody wants to read it, and it's like a six-part story where um, we get Scarecrow's background of why he's so like. Like um, why he's so messed up in the head? Even in this comic book, he this shows that him abducting children and using them for what is it for um experiments for fear toxins. This is literally like the first one of the first comic books he used actual fear toxins um like against Batman. And it shows like the horror aspect of what people fear and all of that. And I feel like he would be like a good, a good um, choice for a scarecrow. So yeah, I, I liked everybody's um, casting for Batman fan casting. So I have no, I have some disagreements, but most of all, I, I loved it all. All right. Perfect. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Brittany, I'm going to go to you. I think you round us out. Um, what fan cast or whose fan cast rather out to you the most that i'm i'm actually really torn because like tia i love you and you know i love you but david Tennant for riddler is really good just because of seeing him in harry potter like uh when he was playing uh couches son i think and he's like licking his lips and he's all creepy it's just like he does have the range also do love Bruce Langley for it, like either or, but whenever uh, you showed us your fan casting and the images of Riddler and uh, David Tennant next to it, I was like, oh, I can already see him in the hat. 
I can already see him in the suit. So I thought that was great. And then uh, I think it was Mike that said if we could cast Idris Elba for everything, I highly agree with that. And um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Also, Juwan, with James Spader for The Penguin, I thought that was great just because, like, he looks like he could play that sinister hook-nosed jerk. (laughs) But um, I'm trying to think who else, but who had the best out of it? Let me think. Uh, Try not to be biased because I love Tia, and we talk about this a lot. But, um, I'm actually really torn between Juwan and Tia for that one. But I did like it and hear everybody's, like, uh, input with all the characters because there's a ton of characters that I didn't even think about. I was just looking through and I was like, oh, this would be perfect. I can't see anybody else doing this and then hearing it. And, like, I'm like, oh, all my ideas just went out the window. But, uh, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, who said, uh, like, look, I do agree with, like, Amber Rose for Catwoman because she would be very sultry for it. Uh, I'm trying to think. I also like Jonah Hill for the Penguin because I think, isn't it with the Penguin, he has, like, that that real uh, rivalry with the Waynes. So I almost am yeah. like, oh, you know, they're not, like, real far in age where he could play a little bit older because sometimes I see the penguin and Bruce Wayne being like closer in age not like being like oh way way older but being around the same range so I think he could play that kind of bratty like very self-centered selfish character so it's like there's so many that I just heard and I was like can we just like have people we can do different versions of the movie just different casts we'll mix and match it's okay we can have a million of the same movie but, well, listen, um, it's a it's a movie about Batman, so I'll, I'll take any and every uh, possible way to have uh, as many tellings of Batman as I could possibly get. Um, but I, like you said, everyone's in, in their own individual ways were so amazing. Um, and throughout listening to all of you guys fan cast, you were giving me characters, were giving me actors to play characters. And I was just like, I never thought about that. Like it. Never once thought about that, um, and now that's all I'm seeing in my head. Uh, I wish we had someone that could just, like, draw out all of our fan castings. Um, I actually do know someone. Maybe I'll get him to work on that. Um, but, um, I do want to, because we have a lot of time left. I definitely thought we'd eat up a lot more time than we did, but you guys are fast talkers. Um, so just be on the lookout. All of you guys are going to be on the next Geek Vibes Live. Um, so we could make time uh, on that show. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to ask you guys two more things. Huge shout-out to Tia for giving me the idea for it. Um, who else in the D.C. world, like just one character, not not full villains, not full teams, just one character, uh, would you like to fan cast? It could be someone that's already casted that you you would like to see someone else in that role. Um, who, and the reason why I'm saying this is, Seemingly, it looks like Warner Brothers is trying to get rid of as much of what Zack Snyder brought in as possible. Ezra Miller could be out soon. Ray Fisher could be out soon. Um, Henry Cavill could be out soon. So don't limit um, yourself. I thought Ezra Miller was out. I thought, like, he walked away from the project. So doesn't that, like, mean that he isn't 
the Flash anymore. I know that like there's a uh, rumor running around that maybe Henry Cavill will come back, but isn't Ezra like completely out at this point? Ezra's Ezra's not officially out. Um, and and mm. the reason why I say that is every chance he gets to talk about being the Flash, he's still talking about being the Flash. So it's not official yet. Um, but seemingly, I'm kind of letting you guys know on a scoop really quick, but yeah, he and Ray Fisher are on their way out very soon. Um, but yes, with, without further ado, let me pass it around. Mike, I'm going to start off with you. Is there any current character casted in the DC Universe or anyone that has not yet been casted uh, that you have a favorite actor or actress you'd like to see uh, portray a specific role? If anyone's ever talked to me about these things for longer than five minutes, you know I'm going to say Hal Jordan, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, I knew you were on that. <laughs> John Krasinski. John Krasinski is Hal Jordan. Sign me up right now, and I'm in. I'm all in. I know everybody thought, oh, uh, Army Hammer maybe. For me, whenever I see – I got everybody casting John Krasinski as like Mr. Fantastic and stuff. I like for, for some reason, when he's clean-shaven, when I was watching him on uh, uh, the – god dang, the freaking John – whatever that Amazon series is he did. That's right. Um, Jack Ryan, thank you. Good, good. I don't know why I was blanking there. Uh, all I saw was Hal Jordan. I mean, so yeah, for sure. That that's easy for me. I think it's just embarrassing. What's on top of embarrassing of that Justice League movie they made is that they made a Justice League movie without original founding member Green Lantern because they're embarrassed of a movie that happened like ten years ago. Guys, move on. They made a really bad Hulk movie and then they made a really average Hulk movie five years later. <laughs> so I mean, it's. Forget about it. People have short-term memories on this stuff. I mean, they feel like they just want to take shots at Green Lantern all they can. And you know what? When you got a Deadpool movie that's taking shots at a Green Lantern movie, I, I can see why they feel that way. But just ignoring the character because you're afraid someone might dunk on you about it. I mean, if that's the case, then we'll never get like another Supergirl movie because I don't know if you ever saw that movie. <laughs> yeah, bad. So, yeah, Green Lantern. It's always going to be Green Lantern for me. And I think John Krasinski would be perfect. Yeah, I, I will say this. The one thing with Green Lantern that I, I trust Warner Brothers in just taking their time on is that they clearly show you they have no idea what to do with the character. The same way I thought MCU had no idea what to do with Thor. Um, it takes the right person. Uh, I said this on Geek Vibes Live earlier uh, to Tia and Nick. you got to start getting people writing and directing and casting in these superhero movies that are fans of the characters because they'll do it justice. They'll give you a story that's great. They'll give you um, actors uh, that are great. Um, to me, when I think of Hal Jordan, I immediately think of someone like Oscar Isaac. I think of someone like Zac Efron. I think of someone like, um, if he wasn't already casted, Chris Pine. Um, but John Krasinski is one of those guys that, when he said he originally was up for, for you know, could have been Captain America, I'm like, I could see it. I mean, we we now know how great Chris Evans was as the character, but it's like, yeah, I could have seen John Krasinski as Cap. I could see him as Mr. Fantastic, um, Green Arrow. Uh, John Krasinski has, you know, evolved himself into such a great actor um, and director that now it's kind of like what I see him in has expanded. Um, and I'd be fine if they said tomorrow he was um, Hal Jordan. Mainly because, Mike, that would mean we're getting a Green Lantern movie. Right. But on top of that. Uh, and, and also, uh, if you guys think I'm being way too pale here, if you want to go the John Stewart route, my boy Mahersha Ali, two-time Oscar winner, do it. 
John Stewart. Oh my God, he would be so good as John Stewart. Not like, just Elba, Herschel Ali. <laughs> no, I got to get Herschel Ali in something, like something. I right tell you this: the only thing that would break my heart if you did that pairing is that Herschelo would out John Krasinski like I don't I don't understand I'm just saying if you want to go if you want to do like the Justice League United and you want to have John Stewart instead of Hal Jordan I I, I that that would be Oh, mistake. got you. Okay. I got you. Just don't give me Guy Gardner. Me? I'm not no one's ready for Guy Gardner. No, not yet. Not yet. But I, I will say I've always pictured Mahershala as um uh, Martian Manhunter and I think it's an injustice that Martian Manhunter is out and Shazam is in. Denzel is my Martian Manhunter. See, the only reason why I wouldn't go Denzel is because I kind of want a fresher face that has that voice that stands out. Um, And I feel like if you give Denzel that role, it's like it makes it really hard for Mahershala to get anything else. Because I think if you do go, um, like you're saying, and you do go Jon Stewart, it will be Jon Stewart after a Hal Jordan's already introduced. And it's like, do you then cast someone that is going to steal the spotlight from Hal Jordan? Um, that's why when they said Tom Cruise uh, might be Hal Jordan, I was like, that works because if he doesn't want to be a full-time superhero, great. Cast someone awesome as Jon Stewart. Tell Tom Cruise, you can come in whenever we decide what decade we want to do Justice League 2, and you could be Hal Jordan then. Um, so I thought that was per- that was a perfect balance. But if you do John Just Krasinski, give me my core movie, dang it, I want it. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I'm so 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 with you. The fact that we got a Shazam movie, not a Green Lantern movie, tells you how horrible this world is. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, next up, I'm gonna go to you, Dom. Um, any character in the DC world you would like to cast, or anyone that's already cast that you would like to um, cast. Well, it may be a very unpopular opinion, and it's more of a curiosity than anything. Um, When I first heard that they were going to do a Wonder Woman movie, the first person I thought of, and this was even before they thought of it, was uh, Gina Carano, the MMA fighter. Now, I know she's an actress. I don't know her skill in acting, how great it is or how bad it is, besides, like, her acting in one of the Fast and Furious movies. But she definitely has the look and the build, and um, you definitely would get a very authentic Wonder Woman because she would do her own stunts, and it looked very real. All right, so funny thing about this, I just had this conversation with Joelle last night on why Gina Carano would not work as Wonder Woman um, is because if you watch her movies, um, she's very light on dialogue and very heavy on action. Um, and I, if, if you do cast her as Wonder Woman, here's my issue with, with the idea of it. Whenever you see people like fan cast Superman, Batman, Thor, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, uh, but mostly women, they want you to cast unrealistically. Like we have to remember they draw these characters unrealistically. No human looks like that. Like, n- none. You won't find any human being that looks like that. Um, that's why when I saw Henry Cavill, I was just like, he can't be real. Like, he's a, T- he's a T-800 or whatever those Terminator things are. Like, he's not human. Because um, he just had a physique that was made for Superman's body. 
but yeah, it's not really because to me it's hard because you'll find someone with the body but no acting chops. You'll find someone with right. the acting chops but not I, the body. I want to defend his, I wanna defend his um, casting real quick. Yeah, go um, ahead. absolutely. Go ahead. Um, I actually disagree with that because I think it'll actually depend on who the director is. Like James Gunn directed um crap Dave Bautista personally as as um crap, what's his name? Uh, yeah, his um Dave Bautista oh my god, Dave Bautista's character. And same with um Patty Jenkins who directed um a model that hasn't like really acted in her day in her life and still made her like made her feel like Wonder Woman. And shut all the all the people up that was like, oh, she doesn't look like Wonder Woman and all that. So yeah, it, but it'll, the, the it'll depend on the. The difference in that is the difference in that was we were saying why would you cast Gail Gadot mainly because her frame was so small, and here's the difference: we had never seen acting from her, like actual acting. I don't count Fast yeah. and Furious because she was literally just eye candy. Um, but we had never seen her act. Gina Carano has a body of work to where she's acting, and none of it's good. Um, she's just <laughs> not an actress. But that's fine because if you're an action well, star, you, you don't really need the to be not the actor. No, 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 no. You're letting actors get off too easy. No, 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 no. That's like saying, <laughs> man, you did bad on that song. That's the engineer. Like, okay, no, but it is you couldn't both, sing. It is both to blame. It is both to blame. Right, she, a, a she could not carry to direct the char- the actor into the character. But yeah, as a director, your job is to bring the best out of that actor or actress that yeah. you can. If that actress or or actor has nothing, what are you working with here? Um, so well, yeah. she yes, physically yes, she she has the the stature of Wonder Woman from the comics. But acting wise, I have seen a bunch of her movies. Um, There's a lot of why, stuff that I have. That gone good though so it, it, it's wishy-washy though there's a lot of bad actors that can go good it just I will depends. say this I will say this Patty Jenkins and Zack Snyder when they were crafting Wonder Woman were very smart look at all the talent they surrounded Gail Godot with um, that is a huge testament mm-hmm. to how successful that movie was that you just surrounded her with a lot of talent um, so even if people weren't sold on her you were, Chris Pine sold that movie <laughs> Um, I, I thought all the actresses from um, uh, Simascara sold that movie. Um, so you surround it with great talent. But the issue is, watch Deadpool again. Watch how, excuse me, she brought nothing. Like, she didn't pop off screen. She didn't bring anything enthusiastic to the role. It legit was just stand there, look tough. And then, like, when, yeah. you, say, when you say something, just say it tough. Like, it, it, there was no acting to be had in there. Um, so that one is, is risky. To me, I'd rather bet on someone I haven't seen anything from, and you, I'm giving you quite like Chris Hemsworth. I've never heard of Chris Hemsworth before Thor. Now it's like I don't see anyone else's Thor. Yeah. Um, so I'd rather give someone with no work that I've seen an opportunity than someone I have seen, and now it's like, all right, well, you're going to have to write really well, you're going to have to direct at your A game to just bring out her being entertaining. Um, so Gina Carano, it's just, it's tough. But I get you, Dom, 
and the idea of she looks like what you'd want Wonder Woman to look like. Um, even though I don't, I don't know how comfortable I'd be with the idea of, like, remember that shot in BVS where it's her, Superman, and Batman? The idea of all three of them being huge. Like, I, I don't know if I would have really liked that. It would have just been a little weird to me. Um, like, all but three the thing of them is like, huge muscular. Go ahead, Tim. The thing is, like, I would have liked to see, and I like Gail as Wonder Woman. She did sell me on it. But I would like for her to bulk up a little. You know, with all the male stars, we asked them to bulk up for their roles. Chris Evans bulked up. Um, you know, Christian Bale for Batman bulked up. I, is it too much to ask that she asked her physical trainer and, you know, nutritionist to kind of get her on a plan where she can put a little bit more muscles and kind of really drive home the whole idea of her being an Amazonian warrior? I, to me, I would have just liked to see that same sort of, like, commitment from her than we see with the male stars in these Marvel and DC movies. Well, I think I think a lot of that goes on Zach's shoulders. I think Zach wanted Wonder Woman to look exactly the way that she does. Um, and you could tell when you watch the Wonder Woman solo, a lot of the uh, the Amazons looked just like her in stature. Um, like some of them were were bigger than than others, but a lot of them their stature matched. Um, and there are iterations of Wonder Woman, Justice League Unlimited, the Wonder Woman animated movies, where she is that slender. Um, it's only in the comics where she's big, like not big as in like big, big, but like muscular. Um, and I think I think what they were going for was that Wonder Woman's strength is inside. She doesn't need to be this huge brolic person uh, to, to symbolize her strength. Um, but I, I I get your point. You could or, add some some more muscle. Or it's just Hollywood yes. say that they want to have you know a really pretty girl at the forefront just to sell movies. I'm gonna go that route. I'm gonna go that route a little with you know Hollywood liking to have the pretty girl instead of having the you know guts to kind of make her a little bit bigger and maybe not so much traditionally feminine. I mean, either way, they. They she knocked it out of the park, no matter the what their yeah she definitely yeah she definitely sold me she I was like to me you guys know how I feel about BBS she was the only good part for me and the reason why I was even excited for the Wonder Woman movie. Fair enough. I will never agree with anything you just said at the beginning of that statement, but um, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, pal, I'm going to pass it over to you. What casting would you like to see, whether it's someone already casted, someone you'd like to recast, whatever, so it just has to be in the DC universe. What casting would you go with? Oh, let me think. I... See, the thing is, like, when I think of a DC movie that we've already seen, that just really made me, <laughs> I just did not like the movie. And I feel like a lot of it had to do with the actors that were casted for the movie. I don't, I, I go back to, like, when I was watching Aquaman and how mad, or, like, not mad, but, like, I just did not like that movie for some reason. And I think that if they had casted the villains differently, I would have probably been more 
tolerant with the movie. Um, that was like because like everything else, like I know that Justice Justice League has its issues. I know that Batman versus Superman had its issues, but I just can't like. Um, right now, at this at this moment, um, just because it's, it was, it's, the question was kind of on the spot, I can't think of uh, how else you would recast Superman, how else you would recast The Flash and Cyborg and all those other characters. I, from right like right now, when I think of the last DC movie that just made me, like I just wish they would have restarted from scratch. It would have been Aquaman, and it was mostly because of the two villains that we saw in the movie. Um, I it, I just didn't buy it. I I wasn't really into the ride, and I was just really bored with it. And so, um, who would replace them? I really don't have a, a, a decision right now. But um, that that movie just really did not make me happy, and didn't really make me look forward to. DC movies at the moment, even though it made like a billion dollars, which I just didn't really understand. Um, that it, it I, that in the made a billion dollars, which means there's going to be a sequel. Yeah, I just like I wish that we could see more interesting characters coming out of that, based on the actors that they casted for the movie. Um, but for because like the thing is, I just don't really follow DC movies as much as I follow like Marvel movies, and I think the reason why is just because I just don't. Besides the Batman trilogy that we have with Christian Bale, I just they they just been such a miss for me, you know. Um, so that that's how I feel about it, and I, I'm sorry that I don't have like any specific names at this point, but um, I I hope that you know after actually liking the movie Shazam, I'm I'm hoping that DC has finally figured out some sort of formula that they can follow when it comes to picking the right person for these for these characters because if they don't pick them and if the, especially the direction, if, if they don't pick the right director for the movie, it's just going to be a complete hit or, or a complete miss for everybody. I will say, um, pal, I, I don't think I've ever cried more than, uh, what you're making me do now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I cried. <laughs> I started crying when you said um, you were kind of bored with Aquaman, but then I'm like, you know what? Okay, you know, fair enough. You know, it's not for everyone. <laughs> I didn't start ugly crying, so you told me you enjoyed Shazam, but didn't enjoy Aquaman. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. Uh, I stand by that. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm blow drying my face to like oh, tears so from like just pouring out. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. But I, I, I will. I've, I've heard that before. I've heard that from a lot of people that the they weren't really sold on um, Yaya's performance as Black Manta. They felt like it was too over the. Uh, for me, it was just too forced. It didn't. It. it I just did not buy the motive. Um, and now I will say, uh, Shazam was definitely not a perfect movie. Like I'm, I'm not saying Shazam it was a saving grace for DC movies. No, I'm not saying that. I just thought I really did enjoy myself more during Shazam than I did watching Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman was just painful for me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it, Shazam to me was. I'm not gonna say painful because I did enjoy the movie, so I don't want to make it sound like I'm just trying to shoot down uh-huh. Shazam so I could properly defend Aquaman. Because um, I did enjoy Shazam, but Zachary Levi, I, I, I still to this day can't get behind him being my Shazam. Okay, There's nothing believable about that, um, about his Shazam. But I, I will say, again, I did love the movie. Um, Mark Strong, anything Mark Strong does, again, mm-hmm. guy that should be Mr. Freeze, um, sign me up for anything Mark Strong does. Uh, I, yeah. You'll rarely have me see anything of his that I don't enjoy. Um, and David Sandberg, I thought that was a great – this was a great movie for him to stretch his legs from doing Annabelle films. 
Um, so again, I did like the movie. I think what sold me more on the movie were the kids, yeah. not when they all evolved. Like when they when they the all transformed into Sam. I thought for the kids, all the castings for the kids were amazing. Shout out to Tia mm-hmm. who interviewed one of them. Um, hey, I thought cool. the castings. I thought the castings for the kids were great. Um, Asher is not someone I would have really went with, but he really blew me away. It was mm-hmm. the adults outside of Mark Strong that I was just like, cool, okay, all right. That's fair. Got to talk to the casting department. Right. Um, but, but, no, I, I, I will say um, Aquaman, uh, I think it's – I'm trying to think of his name, Patrick. Oh, can't think of his last name, but uh, who played Ocean Master – Ocean Master yeah. to me, when when I first heard that they were uh, doing Ocean Master, I immediately said Oscar Isaac. And what you'll find out is I have a billion villains I think Oscar Isaac would be perfect at. Sinestro. <laughs> He's that great, um, though. Sinestro, it, it's a tie between Oscar Isaac and um, Luke Evans to me for Sinestro. Um, I think mm. both of them would be perfect as Sinestro. Luke Evans more so because he literally has that pencil mustache that Sinestro does. Uh, I think like maybe two percent have, um, so maybe that's his, his uh, you know his, his ticket in. But um, but no, I, I thought Oscar Isaac would have been a great Ocean Master. I think they were clear, um, and I'm not going to get too far into this. I, I promise. I'm going to move on to you, AJ. Um, but Pat, I think to me, Black Manta's motivation was forced. Ocean Master's wasn't. Um, it was clear mm-hmm. he was jealous. It was clear he wanted the throne. Um, and it was clear he did not like the surface world because he blamed the surface world for the death of his mother. Um, right. So I thought his motivations were 100% clear. I think Black Mantas were forced. Like, you started the movie, all right, his dad died. And it's like, all right, that kind of seemed forced. Like, w- what are we doing here? I always thought it'd be better if Black Manta didn't have a direct issue with Aquaman. He worked for Ocean Master. And yeah. his only beef his only beef was that the guy that was, you know, his uh his leader was telling him like, hey, go kill this guy. Like I think that would have been a lot better than you making it so personal. Cause now it's like, all right, well hold on, who am I focusing on here? Ocean Master with mommy issues or Black Manta who lost his dad? Like it was just it yeah. seemed a little bit everywhere. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Me and you are definitely going to talk about that a, a, a little bit more. All, both yeah, of let's do uh, it. <laughs> same way, I'm still not giving up on, on getting Tia to convert over to thinking BVS is an Oscar film. But anyway. Um, it's never uh, going to happen. <laughs> it, it's going to happen to you. I'll brainwash you if I need to. Um, AJ, <laughs> um, what's, what's, what's a casting that you would like to see in the DC Universe? Again, Recasting, whatever. What's something you would like to see? Okay. Well, I have three actors in mind so far right now. For that's in Lucifer. So I have Tom Ellis as Constantine, um, Kevin Alejandro as the Flash, and Enbar Levi, I think it's her name, as uh, Zatanna. And then for um, Green Lantern, I have Trevante Rhodes. I know a lot of people want, like, Marshall Ali as um, John Stewart, but I feel like um, Trevante Rhodes would be even be- better casting than even um, Marshall Ali. I know people are going to hate me for that. But I love I feel Trevante. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I, and I'll, I'll say this. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, AJ. I'm sorry. That wasn't me. Oh, I'm sorry, Brittany. Oh. Was that you? I'm sorry. Yeah, that was just. <laughs> I oh, heard both oh, of you. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks. I, I, no, I legit heard both of you, and I'm like, I didn't know who was trying to go, and I didn't want to cut either one of you off. Last person I heard was AJ. I'm sorry, Brittany. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I see how it is. No, I know. I was just saying, I absolutely love Travante because uh, ever since, what was it? Um, it was uh, Bird Box, Bird right? Box. Oh, my, me and my mom were like, this is, <laughs> he's beautiful. I, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to be thirsty over here, but I love him. I loved him. He was the best part of the movie. So anything him acting is, I'm going to completely agree with. Yeah, no, no, I, I completely when I'm able to afford plastic surgery, Travante is exactly what I want to look like. So, yeah, I, mean, I completely get it. Um, but uh, I, I, I will say I I see where you're going with, with, with some of these. Ewan McGregor will always be my Constantine until he's not. Um, between him and Colin Farrell, um, those two would, would be my Constantine because Do you watch mainly – no, I, I've seen maybe a few episodes of the first season, just never could get into it. Um, but to be fair, I would like to go back, maybe starting tonight, maybe watch some loose before get into it. Um, but I will say Colin Farrell screams douchebag, and, like, I hate saying that because I don't know the guy personally, but, like, he just has that face that just screams, like, he'll slap the sandwich out of your hand. Like, he just looks like he's a douchebag. No, and that's Tom Tom Ellis as Lucifer literally does what you're trying to explain to me right now. He's a literal douchebag to everyone in that show. And he's so, um, what's the word, sarcastic. And he he literally embodies Constantine. Fair enough. Arguments there because I haven't seen the show. So I'm definitely not, I don't have any arguments there. Um, I will say the only argument you'll get from me on Trevante um, is that Yes, I like him for, for John Stewart. He he was one of my picks along with Omari Hardwick, um, and of course Mahershala. Um, so there's no argument there. But if it comes down to him and Mahershala, y'all know it's going to Mahershala. Like that that's Mahershala's role to turn down. Um, but I I'll say this. Between the two of them, I think either one could play John Stewart or Martian Manhunter, and I'd be fine with it. Either one of them. I think Mahershala as Martian Manhunter and then Trevante as not Hal Jordan, John Stewart. I was gonna say Trevante has that John Stewart body, Mahershala has that Martian Manhunter body. Um, so like I said, I, I'm fine either way. Like Trevante also could make a pretty cool blade. Um, I think he'd be yes. a pretty interesting blade. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I have no arguments with that. When it comes to Flash, it's a very difficult casting for me because um, the one guy that I was always sold on being Flash um, is too old um, and is in the same universe already in Chris Pine. So I, I don't know who else I would like for my Flash to be. Um, so I, I have no idea. Him. No, There's I would be great. fine with Ezra, Tia. Uh, but obviously no. does not seem to be our, our flash going forward. But I would be a hundred percent fine with Ezra. Um no, Tom I, Holland would have been a great first season four though. Oh. I said I said no to Ezra and the world provided. Just as Mike said once before, <laughs> apparently when I say these things it happens. So nope. 
Yeah, Tia, you were literally like, um, I don't even know, like, an appropriate thing to, like, compare it to. Um, but you are kind of like the final destination of casting. Like, you legit are just out here acting everybody. Um, like, you took Ben away from me. I'll never forgive you for that. You're, you're stripping Ezra from me. Um, you're, just, you're on a warpath, Tia. I don't know how to stop you. I mean, I, I really don't. Um, only thing I can think of is, like, convincing John Bernthal to, like, retire from something. Like, that's the only thing I can think of that would Whoa. Whoa. I'm making phone calls. I'm making phone calls for that every day, Tia. Every day since she took Ben from me. Uh, just best believe that well, I'm, I'm working I mean, on that. They took John Bernthal away from the Punisher. To me, that is just as big. That is just as big. <laughs> to me, so. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But at least you got to see, like, full seasons of Punisher. Like, I didn't get a full Ben Affleck Batman movie. So you kind of got off a little better than I did. Um, <laughs> you are the worst, dear. But I love you. Um, all right. <laughs> Sydney, um, what's a casting you would like to see? Um, again, you could recast someone, or you could come up with uh, a character we haven't seen yet that you would like to cast. Okay. So I do have to agree with Tia. I hate Ezra as Flash. That was the worst part about that entire movie was me for uh, how much I hated him. I'm so sorry. I thank you, girl. Me, thank you. Yeah, I got you, girl. Um, but no, I think me and Tia would both love it. That man was actually like Pablo Schreibner because he actually liked Tia's tweet about that and then the tweet where I said he's the Batman we need but don't deserve. So I think he would be on board for it. I think he would like it. But as for a true casting, I'd actually like to see, I know it's like mixing the streams of like Marvel and DC, but Batista for Bane because I think he's got that hulking form for it. And I, And when I'm thinking Bane, I'm thinking like, the comics or, like, the video games of, like, having the mask on, very, like, luchador. And, like, I don't know. To me, when I see him, I'm like, oh, I can see you, like, shirtless and ripped with, like, the, like, uh, what would I call him? The, uh, not cords. Well, I want to say cords on the back. The, like, pipes, valves? What word am I looking for there? I don't know. I'd love to see him for that. Because when I think of Bane, Bane's not, I don't imagine... Batista talking a lot as him I because I guess like in the comics and the books it's like he kind of talks but he's more of like a silent type sometimes so I think he would have a very big presence it'd be like uh, Tom Hardy having to very like play up the emotions with like his body language and how he's acting to kind of get it across because his face is like covered up so and that's, that's how it is Harvey with this it's like the, perfect What'd you say? That's it. That's why Javier Bardem is perfect. That's what I'm saying. He's perfect for the role. I don't know who that is. He um he pretty much is the Hispanic version of Jeffrey Dean Morgan. All right, you would love him, Brittany. Oh wait, wait. Is he the one that played um in No Country for Old Men? Yeah. Yes. 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 yes, okay. Yes. I can definitely see that too. I had to think about because I never know his name, but I hear about Jeffrey Dean Morgan and him getting confused for each other a lot. They say that a lot. So anything that looks like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I'm going to be okay with. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, um, like, if they make a uh, live action, like, because uh, we did get Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Bruce Wayne's dad, 
But I would love if they did the movie, you know, where uh, the alternate universe where he played. Uh, I can't remember Bruce Wayne's dad's name right off the top of my head. Thomas Wayne. Yeah, Thomas. I would love him playing that because he played the comedian, and I feel like that's almost like a darker version of the comedian. Like, you get rid of all that. He is like the cigar-smoking, very evil not evil, but, you know, uses the guns, very, like, blood and gore. He's like the punisher of the uh, of the DC world. I know I'm coming out here with several choices, but I love all of no. it. And anything with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he, mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, Bautista, but I, I, just, I just want Jeffrey Dean Morgan to stay Bruce Wayne's dead. Because the moment they, I saw him, like, when he's dying on the ground during the movie, I was like, okay, for, forget Ben Affleck. Nobody cares about him except for John, which I do not know why. <laughs> but, but him and his awful Phoenix back tech, too, that looks like a peacock. But, but um, am I fired? I'm sorry. But, I, I, I'm going to be super clear. I'm going to be super clear. Monday is going to be a lot of firings. I've heard some Aquaman slander, some Ben Affleck slander. I'm just handing out pink slips come Monday morning. Um, I'm so no, sorry. <laughs> no, but seriously. Um, to me, when it comes to Bane, I need a Hispanic accent. That's why Javier Bardem um, is a great pick. Um, I, I don't just want the aesthetic of him being large. Like, I need the accent because he was a Hispanic wrestler before becoming Bane. Um, so yeah. I need that. Like, don't just give me the big guy. No, 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 no. I need the Hispanic accent also. Um, it needs to be intelligent, to me, too. Yes, I, I agree also. To me, I just need it to go hand in hand. Um, and since we don't have many Hispanic roles, um, prominent roles out there for, for like superheroes, whether it's good, bad, and different, uh, give that character its justice. Um, Batista would be good for the aesthetic of the idea that like he's huge, so like you wouldn't have to get him any bigger. He's already big. Um, but then my question would be, all right, so what happens? Because Bane does have the ability in some iterations of the comics to be a small guy that then hits a button and turns large. So yeah. is 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 your Batista Bane only going to be large? I, I'm I'm fine with that, um, but you can't have him talk. I need someone else to talk that's Hispanic, preferably. Um, so if you could work that in with me, I, I'll take it. Um, I, go ahead. I was gonna say I do because I do feel bad for Batista because he talks about being typecasted and how he wishes like he's like you know I'm never gonna be able to get the romantic comedies he was like I'm never gonna get the heartthrob he's like I'm always the bad guy I'm always the big guy but uh, the guy was it Henry the uh, the guy that looks like Jeffrey Dean Morgan because I do know who he is and I think he would be good for that because in that movie you know, the old country, uh, no country for old men. He is very intelligent and cold, and I can see him playing like an intelligent Bane. You know, I don't really remember what his body type looks like, but I think he could definitely bulk up and with some movie magic look like he could have the aesthetic while also having the dialogue and kind of the character for it. Yeah, Javier Bardem has always been my um, dark side. Uh, because of his presence, because of his voice. Um, I've always wanted him for, for my dark side. Um, I'll still keep that um, until I don't get it. Um, but I'd be fine with Bane. I mean, of course, it's a tremendous step down for being dark side, but I'd, I'd take it. I'd have no true argument against it. 
Um, as far as who I would fan cast, I think we, we hit everyone. I don't think I skipped anyone this time. Like, I, I feel good. I got through everyone. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This this one's tough. This one's really tough for me. Um, Charlie Hunnam is someone I always imagined to be Aquaman so Jason Momoa got the part, and then I'm like, I really hope uh, Jason Momoa didn't hear me. Ooh, excuse me, didn't hear me say that. Oh, wait, see, I forgot you. I definitely thought you went. I'm sorry. No, but it's you. okay. If it, no, 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 you were no, on the roll. You were on the roll. No, <laughs> no, no, like, no, no, no. I was, I was like, it must, was... Be, it must be the Ben Affleck slander. You know what it is? I'm not even going to lie to you. I think once I heard that, like, I blacked out and I forgot you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but go ahead, Tia. <laughs> go ahead. Who would you, um, who would you fan catch? I'm definitely getting a pink slip on Monday, but anyway. A hundred percent. I'll make this really quickly, but you can also say yours, Juwan. Uh I said this earlier in the show, which is maybe why you got confused. Um, Corey Stoll is always going to be someone that I'm going to con- like push for the role of Lex Luthor. I don't know what they were doing with Jesse Eisenberg. Get a guy who is older intelligent. Uh, first of all, why wouldn't you give the role to a bald actor? Like, come on. Like, okay, yeah, you shaved off Jesse Eisenberg's head, but like, you have a beautiful bald man right there just standing, and he has the acting chops. He looks good in a freaking suit. He can play the, he can play like the, you know, rich uh, millionaire who slowly goes insane. He would be, and I will give uh, credit if you were keeping uh, Ben Affleck, uh, Batman, Corsell would have been a perfect uh, Lex Luthor because then they would have been, you know, kind of around the same age bracket. I think maybe uh, Corsell's about 10 years younger. But still, you know, you would have still been closer in age than Jesse Eisenberg's uh, Lex Luthor. I just think that Corsell would have been a perfect Lex Luthor. And if they wanted to recast, which they desperately should, uh, He's right there, Corey Soul, waiting for that role. I think that he would be 100% a great Lex Luthor. Marvel isn't using him anymore. We just saw him one and done in the first Ant-Man movie, so there's no harm, no foul in bringing him into the DC universe. I don't have any arguments against that. I, I'd be fine with that. I mean, if you're going to recast him, of course, like, talk to Brian Cranston and see if he wants it. If he doesn't, then Corey Soul, yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have any problems with that whatsoever. I thought he would have been great for Supergirl, but I loved what, um, what his name did on Supergirl. I thought he was amazing as Lex Luthor. The only thing watchable on Supergirl was his Lex Luthor. Um, so yeah, I mean, if they recast Jesse Eisenberg, I'd have absolutely no problems with it. I'd also say, uh, since he is bald, Mr. Freeze is a character he could play also. Um, so, you know, if he doesn't get that Lex, the freeze is available. You can go snatch that up. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like that. They have no arguments with that whatsoever. Um, I, I will say for my fan casting before we wrap this show up tonight, we've been talking for forever. Um, my last fan cast is going to be I want Tom Hardy as Two Face, and the reason why is Tom Hardy is is not that far away from the age of. Um, Robert Pattinson. So what I would love is the dynamic of Bruce Wayne being friends um, with Harvey Dent. And Bruce Wayne, not Bruce Wayne, I'm sorry, Batman 
seemingly being the reason he gets half of his face melted off. Um, and Tom Hardy's Harvey Dent growing resentment towards Batman, only to find out Batman's none other than the, the guy he um, grew up with. Um, and, and I even have it to where when I say grew up with, it was like he was a few grades ahead of him, uh, but like always protected him, protected him around the neighborhood, made sure people weren't picking on him or, or whatever. Um, and then he feels the ultimate betrayal. Tom Hardy, to me, could play either Two-Face or Hush and fill that role of the betray- betrayed friend, sorry, um, perfectly and seamlessly. Um, I just think Robert Pattinson has such a specific opportunity to surround himself with so many great actors and great storylines. If Matt Reeves actually digs deep, like, don't just go, I'm going to do year one. It's like, year one? No. Like, now it's, he's going to do a murder mystery. Um, and it's like, all right, cool. Like, I don't know how you're really going to do it. It's going to be like Clue, but with Batman, I don't know. But Tom Hardy as either um, Hush or Two-Face. I would love to see that. Um, I, I'm, honestly, what I'm going to do is just write a Batman movie um, at this point. I'm going to just do it. Um, but yeah, those are really the castings. The other one I was going to say is I thought Charlie Hunnam would have been a more entertaining Aquaman. Um, he has the aesthetic, he has the blonde hair, um, he's the pretty boy, all that could have been Aquaman, but then it's like, you don't say things like that with Jason Momoa still breathing. So I apologize. Jason Momoa is my Aquaman. Um, but outside of that, I think we had a great show tonight. I want to thank um, Brittany, Dom, AJ, Tia, Pal, Mike, who couldn't get back on with us, had some internet issues. Um, Trust me, man, been there. Been there, man. Um, But I want to thank you all so much for joining me. Um, I would love this same group next week. We don't know what the topic is going to be for next week. We never do. Sorry, Tia. But um, I literally, I'm like, I, I can't think of anything. I sometimes just put it on to you. I'm so sorry to you. Um, but <laughs> we had a great episode tonight. Um, everyone, please make sure you check out um, Top Ten tomorrow. Also, if you have not seen it yet, please do watch Swamp Thing in the season finale of Doom Patrol. Yeah. Yes. Magnifico. Um, so make sure you check those out. And, again, um, thank you all so much. I'm pandering now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that's all we got for you guys. Uh, till next time, we'll, we'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Peace. Shamik Morad, Static Shock. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you t- check out Top 10. <laughs>